Hello everybody, I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And this is... Back Up For Grabs. Today we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 11, We Are Family. Want to get us started with our 15 second recap? Sure. Cool. <laughs> it's good to want things. Okay, ready? <laughs> Alright, a lion makes a guest appearance, there's a reward challenge, which is the survivor auction, and there's no bad items, and then Tom and Ethan play checkers, there's an immunity challenge, and Lex wins that, and eventually Frank goes home at Tribal. You had two seconds to spare. I think I covered a good you amount. You have two seconds. Something else. Ready? Go. Tom dances. And you have loud roommates. Or, uh, neighbors on your apartment. I, like, want to... Maybe they're drunk. It's Great. Only, it's only Thursday. Go do that at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> or, quietly, by yourself. <laughs> okay. All right, are you ready? Uh-huh. And Go. There's a lion moving around extremely ch close to camp. There's a physical toll on everyone's bodies. They have a reward challenge, which is a survivor auction. Everybody gets to eat something. Then there's an immunity challenge. And Lex wins, kind of like memory-based off of trivia. And then Frank gets voted off. Good job. Thank you. That was like both of our best, almost. I feel like it's because not that much happened. So you can kind of like hit most <laughs> of the highlights pretty yeah. succinctly. <laughs> so we hear from Ethan that the lion made an appearance near their camp during the two to four shift. Um, <laughs> can of, you even imagine? <laughs> <laughs> and you can see from all of the highly technological night vision cameras, uh, that the lion is pretty close and prowling around and very much awake and it's being very loud. Um, but no one seems to really know whether that's a positive thing. Yeah, they're like, it probably wouldn't be making growling noises if it was hunting us because it would be, you know, trying to be stealth-like. But then others are like, oh, well, the growling's to bring more people to the lion. Or more other, or other lions to the lion to hunt in, like, a pack. So they don't know what's going on. Right. So there's a little bit of fear slash confusion, which I think is completely understandable because I would be yeah. losing my mind if... A lion were that close. Yeah, especially because obviously they know that there's animals around, but this is the first time that we've seen them be that close. Yeah. And it's not like an antelope. Like, it's a <laughs> lot. Like, it, it's a predator. Yeah. <laughs> so then the next day, everyone's kind of talking about how they really haven't been getting a lot of calories. Everyone's dropped pounds noticeably, mm -hmm. um, specifically Big Tom, which you can see when he, like, he was laying on his back in one clip and his rib cage extends, like, so far beyond his stomach. Mm -hmm. well, and he and said he thinks he's lost 40 pounds. <laughs> I mean, maybe. They do weigh them at the end, so hopefully they'll show that footage. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. Because I think, how many, how much did Colby lose? Like, he lost a lot. Yeah, and most of it was muscle. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Uh... But yeah, everybody's struggling. Mm -hmm. Then we get some... We got tree mail, which was this cool, like, bobby, bobblehead pig thing. Um, but basically it kind of told them that food was what was coming if they won reward. But little did they know that it was the Survivor Auction. Yes, so Survivor Auction is... I, 
I like it. I wouldn't say it's like my favorite thing that goes on, but it can be fun. I like it most of the time. I think it really depends on how well the people I like do at the Survivor auction and how poorly the people I don't like do at the auction. Like when it comes later and like there's rewards or um, potential advantages at the auction and then people I don't like that get those, I, I don't enjoy that. That's fair. But yeah, so the first one was hot coffee with sugar and a croissant. Lex got that. Who do you think, this is kind of jumping the gun a little bit, but if you had to give someone who like won the auction, who do you? Big Tom. I think so too. He got the most hearty food, yeah. I think. And he, so he pulled money with Ethan for a good amount of them. Um, it seemed like they just split everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were... Whether or not money actually exchanged. <laughs> well, because they were trying to outbid other people. Because um, they had a spending limit. But... They had 20,000 Kenyan... Yeah. Uh, currency. I uh, forget what it was called. And I think they said 100... Of it. Of the Kenyan was equal to a dollar. Yeah. So... They were starting bids at then the equivalent of five bucks. Yeah. Every time. Do you want to go through each one or no? Not really. Alright. Uh, old Kim got cheese and crackers. Uh, Jeff wanted 4000 of the currency for beer, and Tom was the only one that bid. He was like, I'll give you 1000 for it. And Jeff's like, alright. That's good negotiation. Yeah. Um, a Sunday, Ethan was trying to help Big Tom, but then Kim outbid, young Kim outbid them. Well, they let her. <laughs> yeah, they did. Tom was, yeah. Um, and then there was a mug of pure chocolate syrup after that, and Ethan got that one. He was very excited, or happy about that. Um, there was a mystery item left uncovered, and older Kim won it, and it was this, like, huge dinner meal, but then she auctioned it off to Lex, who got some of it, even though T-Bird really wanted it, but T-Bird got the next thing, which was a hoagie. That one looked really good. And it had, like, meatballs and cheese, right? Yeah. Um, and then another mystery item, which ended up being pancakes, and Big Tom and Ethan split that, so... No bad items. Mm-hmm. And I think T-Bird shared her thing with Frank. Yeah, because we saw him licking his fingers afterwards. Yeah. So you can pick any of these. What are you taking? If I had to pick between all of those, I want the hoagie. Okay. How about you? I'm going fried chicken and mashed potatoes. That's a... Yeah. We were talking, like, how we would want something substantive. Like, mm-hmm. all the other things sound good, but... Protein is, like, a big ticket item. So yeah. I think, yeah, the sandwich I just, or Yeah. The... I just think that the mashed potatoes would have... Made me sick. <laughs> it's possible. If, if I ate it too fast, you know. Whereas, like, the hoagie, you at least get some bread. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah. I don't think mashed potatoes have ever done me dirty in my life, so. That's I, fair. I trust them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's the survivor auction. And then we get some wholesome camp life. Tom and Ethan are playing checkers, and people think Tom's not as dumb as he makes out to be. Mm-hmm. When I think in reality, he just wasn't being that careful with his money and it worked for him. You yeah. know what I mean? Because a lot of people, like, even T-Bird said it in the middle. She's like, oh, I'm holding out on yeah. something. And then Jeff, Jeff was, was like, like, what? And she said, fried chicken and mashed potatoes. And he kind of, like, pointed, like, there it is. Yeah, like, older what Kim you... is offering. This isn't KFC. Like, we're not going to whip out another bucket of exactly <laughs> what we just auctioned. Yeah. And so I think typically people who... I think bid earlier tend to like be fine with losing more of their money later. And so it's mm-hmm. not as big of a deal to them to like fork out cash. Right. And right now, I mean, this is 
early in Survivor, obviously, but they don't know to hold out for potential, you know, advantages or letters from home or things like that. Yeah. And there's not even any of those on the table yet, so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so we're back at Camp Life. This happened maybe before the auction, but Ethan's kind of speculating that Big Tom might not be very happy with Lex based off of how the vote went. Um, we oh, voted time. Yeah. Brandon off last time, and Lex was, I think, the only one of their group that didn't. Didn't. But they knew that, that was going to happen. Gonna happen. Uh, but it seems like maybe all is not well <laughs> in, in paradise, and they're not exactly yeah. on the same page. <laughs> yeah, in their little four alliance. Mm-hmm. This episode was kind of Tom-centric. Mm-hmm. Like, because then we see him bathing everybody down at the watering hole. That was funny. I mean, I see where that's, like, borderline, like... <laughs> yeah, but it's Big Dom. Because he's... He definitely does creepy old man things without yeah. being creepy. Yes. So then he's just doing, like, funny old man things. That are But aren't functionally, funny. it's the same as the creepy things. Yeah, like, they're not <laughs> funny. Uh, but people were all kind of like... Eh, it's big time. Oh, he's harmless. It's not a big yeah. deal. And... and then he was dancing around, and it was just a fun, fun time. We got we saw a lot of big time. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I feel weird moving that quickly into the immunity challenge, but that's pretty much it's where we are. Yeah. So for the immunity challenge, this is similar to I don't know. Did they do something like this in Australia? Maybe, but in yeah, because the fir- they had to go through the. Or maybe not Australia. I'm thinking of The Forest in... The first season. Yeah. They did it. Um, so, basically, Jeff sits everyone down and tells them, like, kind of a campfire story equivalent. Yeah, about Samburu. Yeah, so Jeff basically tells everyone the equivalent of some kind of local native legend from the tribe from of Samburu. yeah. And it's, it's not long, pleasant. and it's complicated, and there's a lot of facts. And not pleasant ones it got progressively worse as the story basically it's like a warrior's journey this was yeah from life to death and all of the like milestones in their life and how the tribal ritual ceremony yeah how the tribe would support a male warrior in his life to death journey Mm -hmm. and then they had to go to booths and answer questions yeah and so they were all multiple choice so yeah a or b basically And they cracked an egg on ostrich egg. whichever one they thought was right. And if they were correct, then the egg would Gave give them, them a, like a tie to yeah. put on a staff that they're carrying around. And they have to get five of these right. First person to and do it. And put it on the right color. Yes. Yeah, so the it's kind of like a... Totem pole like type a to- Yeah, on the top. Like a but colored, just colors. Color-coded no. totem pole. Yeah. So you're putting the ties on the right painted section mm-hmm. of the pole and whoever gets five first um, yeah you needed five out of the seven and make it back to jeff in the middle of the lo- little they had like a bush setup. circle similar to their camp kind of yeah with like gateways out yeah so lex and frank were pretty much one ahead of everybody for most of it some people had some, and it seemed but... like everybody got one wrong yeah for the most part yeah or like multiple and tom got multiple wrong four times but yeah, so Lex Ethan makes got it... some wrong too. Like that was kind of surprising. Yeah, to watch. And it's a hard quiz though because the questions aren't like 
the right answer and like some completely the wrong answer. answer. Yeah. It's like something that was said in the story close to the location where the right answer was said and it's yeah. just like a little bit off. Which I can imagine. Like when I'm tired, my memory starts to go. Can you oh, imagine same. like not having food or sleep or and being like, there for 30 days already? Yeah, terrible. Um but anyway, so Lex makes it back first. But he had dropped one of his ties, and so he had to go back and find it. But even... And while he was doing that, Frank yeah. was getting close to wrapping up his fifth. Right. Which he got correct. Yeah, because he tied it on before making it to Jeff. Whereas Lex went back and grabbed the tie, went back to Jeff. And tied it in the middle. Tied it on the wrong tie, and then had to fix it real quick. But he ended up pulling it out. Very chaotic. So, Lux gets it. For the second time now, in a row. And we return to camp to figure out who we're going to vote out. At first, we thought it might be Young Kim. Kim, yeah. Just because she's really the only person left with no official ally. Yeah, because, I mean, she's doing really well with Big Tom, like, and old Boran, basically. Um, She seems to get along... Famously with everybody. Yeah, you were mentioning that if she had started on Old Buran, then her, like, fate in Survivor probably would have been so much different. I think her whole game would have looked a lot better than it does yeah. now. And I think it's a yeah. testament to her... Adapting. Adapting and just her personality that she's made it as far as she has already. With the people <laughs> that she had. Yeah, because when you think about it, her whole squad spent most Sucked. of the time pissing off T-Bird and Frank when mm-hmm. they were on their own tribe. But she made it. She's the last one standing there. Yeah. And Frank and T-Bird don't seem to have too much of an issue with her currently. They seem to almost view her more as an ally than anything else. Mm-hmm. Or T-Bird does. I don't know that Frank views anyone in that way. Well, he said that he now enjoyed the people that he was on his tribe with. Yes. he wa- And wanted to socialize. He likes to mingle. But his idea of mingling is shouting about guns. And saying, good morning. Uh, and everyone so, seems to be, like, not that impressed with his no. socializing. And Frank Can't kind of goes off the deep end. So then the talk goes to, oh, well, maybe it's Frank's time. T-Bird's assessment is, once again, Frank is Frank. And then she attempts to sway the... Or well, she's tried to sway old Kim into voting Ethan. Um, and I think Kim's on, uh, young Kim is on board. Yeah. And Frank is on she board. She wanted, like, the girls to kind of get together. She um, needs one more person, because there's seven of them at this point, so she just needs old Kim to come join them, and then they have a majority. And old Kim was like, no, Ethan's my best friend. I think old Kim would have done it with Ethan out of the picture. Like, if it was just Big Tom If Yeah, if Lex, Ethan were already I gone. think she would have. I think... She would have gone for it if it wasn't Ethan, too. If T-Bird had thrown out Lex as the option, I think she might have gone for that. Mm -hmm. Maybe not Big Tom, but Lex at this point because of past tribal and where they might stand now. Yeah, I think she still would have told Ethan, though, and then I think Ethan would have been able to talk her out of it. Yeah. Because I think right now Kim's... Or no, sorry. I think Ethan's loyalties right now go Kim... Big Tom, Lex. Yes. And I think... Kim's loyalties go Ethan, Ethan. T-Bird. And so hmm. that's kind of a a sucky. Yeah, like if number two asks you to vote out number yeah. one, sorry, it's not going to work. But like you said, three or four might have been doable. Yeah. She probably, but you're right. She would have talked to Ethan about it. Um, 
Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer because just purely from a strategic perspective, this would have been the vote to get Ethan out. <laughs> True. Yeah. But you didn't have the right people to yeah. do it. And I mean, honestly, no one wants Ethan out. So that no. also makes it difficult. Cause yeah, T-Bird made the, the comment. She was like, give me a reason why you don't like Ethan. You can't. So. Yeah, and she's the first person that's observed that Ethan is a major threat for, like, Winning. the win. Not yeah. just, like, oh, he's a good game player. Like, he could win it. Yeah. And I think people haven't even really said that about Anyone. Lex. They've said he's wanted to win. Yeah. Or that someone, like, or Frank is, like, to willing to, you know, do there. what it takes. Yeah. But no one said, we think this person is going to walk away with it if we let them. Right. And it's funny that it's identified as Ethan because... What do you know? Yeah. We're not spoiler-free, guys. We've told you this. Yeah. Ethan wins. (laughs) Uh, And we're slowly getting there. So points for T-Bird for realizing that, although it's a little bit late to try to put a plan together to get him out, so. Too little, too late. So, at Tribal, Frank's under the impression that there's still Tribal Unity and Baran and Samburu are no more. Which, like, to an extent, yes, but... They still have that solid four, and I think even though Lex may have pissed him off last week by not voting with them strong, we know it's still going to be them to the four. Mm-hmm. So, yep. too bad, so sad. Frank's out. And he votes for Kim, which I think is weird. Old Kim. Like a, yeah. Sorry. Of all people. Yeah. Like, I think there was not really a chance that she was going to get voted. <laughs> no, because none of her people are obviously going to vote for her. And... I don't think T-Bird really made a mention to vote for her. Yeah. She's, like, the one that they need. So why are you gonna, like... <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. Okay. Wasted vote. Yeah. Who are you voting out? Probably Frank. Mostly based off of the footage we saw. But also knowing that he's more of a physical threat than Kim is. Yeah. I've been ready for Frank to go for a while now. Yeah. Um, You've been ready for Frank to go since week one. Yeah. But Remember I mean, when Carl got voted out? Oh my god. And you were like, why not Frank? Yeah. <laughs> but but what about this option? Um, yeah, it's, I think it's his time to go. I mean, he's not contributing anything except for chaotic energy at this point, And they have enough to deal with. Even on his good days, he gets more annoying. So. Uh, yeah, so bye-bye. Bye, Frank. It's been real. <laughs> Do you have a quote from this episode? Uh, mine was from Big Tom after, like, right before he decided to stop voting on the Sunday mm. and give it to Kim. He said, I can't do her that way. Mm. <laughs> and just because it's, like, his ver- his way of, like, looking out for her a little bit. Yeah. I thought it was sweet. That How about was you? Cute. Um, mine was also from Big Tom. I, I said this is a Big Tom-centric episode. Um, he bid on the mystery item. And it was, like, the last item of the auctions, and they had already done a mystery item, so they thought this one might be bad. And so when he got up there, Jeff was like, I, uh, I did give you a good one last time. And then when Big Tom unlifted it or whatever, uh, he said, he did me wrong. And then so right because of (laughs) the pancakes. Yeah, and Big Tom was splitting that with Ethan, and because Ethan's Jewish, he knew he wouldn't eat the ham, and so he got, like... Not double, but, you know, more what of, he really more wanted from the, that breakfast. Yeah, yeah, more of the breakfast. And he was so ecstatic after he won that. Yeah. I, there's just, like, a childish, like, joy to Big Tom, I think, that makes him so fun to watch. Because yeah. you just want good things for him, you know? He's just <laughs> funny. Yeah. My honorable mention is that he calls Ethan Zonyo. 
which just cracked me up because it's like, uh, well, I'm assuming most people listening know this, but Ethan's last name is Zon, mm-hmm. and then it's just like, just like, had why? to add like, yo, like of all <laughs> nicknames, it was just funny. <laughs> and that's what episode they called Big Tom Tommy, which I just don't think fits him. <laughs> No. Like, he's Big Tom. Yeah. I don't... There's no other name for him. Like, no. even just calling him Tom feels wrong. Yeah. Tom is Tom Firefighter Dude who wins later to me. Mm. I don't even feel like he's relevant enough. <laughs> like, I'd be more apt to call Tom Cruise Tom than, like, Big Tom. Anyway. And Birthdays. I don't know him. Yep. Birthdays. <laughs> All right. We have a light week this week. Yeah, no birthdays October 16th. So October 17th, happy birthday to John Rocker from season 29 and Kelly Kim from season 39. There's no birthdays on the 18th or the 19th, but on October 20th, happy birthday to Rob Sesternino from season 6 and season 8. We met him. Yes. Um, Yeah, he's a big Survivor fan figure just, yeah, throughout. Also, sorry if you can hear noises in the background. My dog is eating, and we've decided to... We don't care. Just plow through. Because yeah. it's bedtime. Mm-hmm. Um, October 21st, happy birthday to Aaron Lobdell from season 18, and Abby Marie Gomez from season 25 and, 20, and 31. I don't know who that is. Abby? Oh, I know who that is. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Okay, October 22nd, <laughs> happy birthday to... <laughs> Chet Welch, one of... You're dragging me! I know. <laughs> one of my favorite moments. It was so mean. Probably ever. But also really funny. Chet and, like, not in a good way. No. Uh, and then, and that's from season... That. He, he is from season 16. And then also, happy birthday to Jessica P from season 37. And I think that about wraps us, so... I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thanks for listening to Back Up for Grabs. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you... Wah! (laughs) That was really cute. Keep the On wherever you listen to podcasts. (laughs) Um, And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Back Up for Grabs. Or you can email us at backupforgrabspod at gmail.com. Bye!